Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Well, some folks say that grown-up men are still just little boys. But really, the only difference is the price of our toys. We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes. Pick up trucks, hunting ducks, and <clears throat> power tools. Power tools. Well, the whirlwind of Saturday morning here on WIBC continues. It's the Home and Garden Show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll take your phone calls at 239-9393. In the studio, I've got Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Garden by Sullivan. The lovely Allison Lemons, who is normally with Hammering Nigel uh, 3 to 7 every evening. Carl's at the board. Terry Lynn is uh, running around here. But we also have a couple of people that you've heard on WIBC before. Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips. Hey, guys, it's great to have you back in here. And you let us back on anyway. I let you back on anyway. You know what? Everybody, I was telling everybody earlier, one of the number one assets that most families have is their home. And sometimes they're ready to sell it. Sometimes they're ready to convert some of their assets to buy a home. And it just depends on where you are in life. But everybody wants to know what's going on in the real estate market. It's a crazy market. So, uh is it a buyer or a seller's market? Let's start there. Depends. Oh, come on. No. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you have a house that is really updated and in an area where the schools are pretty good or great, you are going to be able to say, I want a large truck of money dumped on my doorstep. Okay. If you have a home that has warts, you will have a little bit more of a challenge right now. Whether that challenge persists into the spring or not is yet to be seen, depending on how the low mortgage rates might fall, which will dictate demand. Lisa, when somebody says a great school district... I have never heard anybody run down a school district. Now, of course, Rob Kendall is is riding Brownsburg kind of hard now, but that's not about the performance of the students. It's more about something else. Are there any bad school districts? I mean, or is it that some Greg's are just exemplary? To, you see Greg's trying just to go after this. No, of. I just think that, that, look, there are places that people that move in from outside of our area and they say that they've got three kids in school and right. they pick school, certain school districts. It's right. just not, you know, a, 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 a question as far as that goes. So I don't know that we can say there are bad school districts. I think there are some that just empirically over time have a higher demand. They're exemplary. Maybe yes. that's what and they that drive that. a better word. Yeah. So where are the hot markets? Is it Hamilton County right now? It's always going to be Hamilton. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of places where building is going on and builders have offered really good mortgage rates to people to buy their new spec products. And so those areas are going to be good. And I think some consumers are waking up a little bit, Denny, realizing what incredible growth and value we've had over the last few years and what we might get in the next few years. So they're willing to live a little further out or in a different place to be able to get in a house where, look, you want to live in the heart of Broad Ripple? Better get your checkbook out and your father's checkook out and your uncle's checkbook out. Oh, Greg Cooper, Lisa Phillips from Compass Real Estate have joined us here in the studio. It's always a pleasure to have them because they will coach you in whether you're a buyer or a seller. Lisa, I want to go back to you. What's the best advice that you have? You know, he's going to talk. I, mean, I know. This, I know. The light goes on and the monkey starts talking. Every day. Every, every day. day. And you every share day. an office. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, that's, that makes it really tough. 
Um, what's the sweet price, sweet spot in pricing right now? And I'm I'm sure it has to do with the market specifically, but as far as you know, what what price range is easy so to I, fill? I think obviously we're looking at a first time home buyer price range is in any market in in the city in Central Indiana. I mean, if you're that first time home price market so and that would be changing obviously from martinsville to carmel so just but that's going to move it's going to move pretty fast and competitively and honestly the upper price points move pretty well as well because interest rates aren't as big of a deal so it's more of that you're a first you know you're in your first home and you're trying to bump up into that second home and that is the struggle price point i think i saw something on Maybe it was uh, the Indianapolis Star. They talked about the penthouses over at the Conrad, $4 million. And they also showed 28 acres of a horse owner's dream with five stables and on 28 acres, both of them listed for $4 million. Are, are large properties, $4 million properties moving? $2 million is the new $1 million, Danny. Two it's, million. it's hard to believe. Because that sounds like either one sounds like a whole bunch of money to I'd me. I say it is a whole bunch of money. But it's 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 there's a lot of success and a lot of wealth that have have grown in Central Indiana, and there are people that are buying those properties. So the answer is yes. High end is still in I mean, demand. I, I, I my listings are a lot of times are going to be the highest priced in the in the area that I'm selling. So I mean, I'm selling one million dollar houses in Fountain Square. Or I did. So I mean, and it moved and it sold and again. That's shocking, but it was cash. I mean, and this was in the fall. Yeah. So, again, it, it just matters of what you are bringing to the market and what amenities for someone that they're willing I to pay. I saw that two chicks and a hammer are moving up to Noblesville and Correct. everything. Is that an effect of the gentrification, or did the two chicks and a hammer actually bring Fountain Square up like that, or were they part of it? Well, I mean, it's for them business-wise where their location was in um, – where their location was just didn't make sense for what they were trying to do. I mean, in Noblesville on the square, you're going to get a lot more traffic of what you want the actual people to buy rather than just take pictures. Um, I think they brought a lot of awareness to Fountain Square that maybe inflated some prices and brought investors in that didn't know what they were doing. So it's just, you know... It, it, it's 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 been it's fun part to watch of the evolution that of the last ten years. You know, you can't you can't blame it on one thing or give attribution to one person, but it has been quite the migration uh, for the more near in areas of Indianapolis. Greg, back to you. What do you think buyers are looking for right now? Turnkey. Turnkey, just move in, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think there's another thing that's going to come to play here, Denny, in, in the spring and the summer. I think when we get to Labor Day, I think we're going to have a shutdown. Because people are going to get so obliterated by the political white noise, it's going to be very uncomfortable for people. What do you mean by shutdown? I think we're going to just, we're going to get in neutral. Pause. Because until the until the election gets passed, because we're going to have some ugly media this year. Let's just <laughs> face it for what it is. And I think that the negativity that is going to fly as we get close to the election is going to cause a lot of people to go, I'm just going to wait because the things that are going to get said are going to be awful about geopolitical and financial. I mean, it's just not going to be a pretty place uh, to turn on any kind of media in, in uh, September and October. So I think we're going to have a great run until then, and then it will be slow till after the election. Let me tell you, every Sunday on the on uh, the first day with Terry Stacy, they let me do a piece called Investing Sense. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we talked about last week is that there are things that are going to start to happen in February and in March that are out of the control of everybody. And it's all driven by the Federal Reserve. And my peeps in New York and the ones that are the financial guys, they're telling me that there are issues that cannot be solved. And uh, they, cannot be, they can't defend the dollar and defend the economy at the same time. 
And so they think that that's all going to bubble up and happen in February or March. Now, maybe it might be later when you see people shut down emotionally right. from the news media. But financially, I'm hearing from some people that are telling me some things that, you know, imagine that if they lower interest rates to protect the economy, what that's going to mean to the United States dollar. Well, the dollar then will become cheaper mm -hmm. and not as strong as the euro or the yen, the yuan, renminbi, all of them. So there's a real balance point that's taking place financially. And then when you listen to the political noise, I mean, just listen to, to WIBC Monday through Friday, yeah. you know, essentially from six o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock in the evening, Allison puts him to bed at seven o'clock and, and lets it go overnight. You know, the politics is not going to get no. easier. It's not going to get smoother. That's for sure. Uh, Lisa, what's not selling right now? Homes that are overpriced because buyers are are picky and they can be right now. So if you're overpriced, you're not going to go. And and also if you have some issues, like again now if you're backed up against a loud street, that's going to come back. Where okay. you know two years ago it didn't Location. matter. No one matter. It, it did not matter. House went on the market. It was. Gone. How do you know if you're overpriced? Uh, I'm thinking about that. How do you? <laughs> who does? What do you do? How do you know if you're overpriced? It's pretty easy. You have no showings. You have no offers. Oh. Get market 21 will, days the market, in. The, the market will tell you. If you're priced right in 21 days in, you're, you're under contract. <laughs> if you're not and you're sitting and you're getting no showings, although the week before Christmas, the week after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, with their mortgage rates having eased to about 6.7 now, all of a sudden houses that were getting Whoa, nothing. 6.7. you got people wandering through. We're at 6.7 closing the day yesterday for most 30-year qualifiers with reasonable credit. I should give you all the... Uh, Disclaimers How do you there. know when to refinance? I mean, if there are people, if there's anybody left with a high mortgage, but in the last sixty days, uh, six months, a year, when the rates were up in the eight percent range, how do you know when it's time to refinance? What do you, you know, you you said that you would have these opportunities to refinance. When do you know? So it, you you need to be able to better yourself by at least a point. In a mortgage rate that changes by at least a point, I would work hard at negotiating your closing costs. Make sure you use the same title company that you previously used because you'll probably get a discount on closing from your title company. But here is a huge warning. We have big institutional lenders out there, some of them kind of nameless but very large nonetheless, who are starting to solicit people with 75 and 8% mortgages. And everybody says, gee, that's a 6.6% mortgage rate. That sounds really good. Except some of these large institutions, not all and not most, but some. So please be careful. If you get a direct mail piece or an email piece on, on refinancing, know what the closing costs are because some of them, the closing costs are obscene and they're hitting people with that. Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips are with us. When we come back, we're going to start taking some phone calls. I see that Angelo's called in. You can call in, too, if you have questions for him. It's 239-9393. Of course, area code 317-239-9393. Right here on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We've got some real estate pros in 
the studio today. Got a patient caller who's also a drag racer. The famous Angelo is joining us now. Hey, Angelo, how are you? I'm okay. I'm uh, driving as usual. Yeah, you're out of the hospital. That's good. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. So I've, I've got a sticky situation with a house I thought I had sold in Kokomo to a guy in Indy. And what had happened was it was through a title service company. All the paperwork was signed and everything. Uh, but apparently it was a mortgage sale only. He got to make the payments, but it's still in my name. So when he fell behind, I was getting letters, and it's affecting my credit. Then he caught up. Now he's behind by five months. They're going to go through foreclosure, and he has ghosted me. How can I get the property in my name only, get him off of there? Does he have to sign a quick claim deed? Wow. Thank you for the easy question. My hair hurts. Holy crap. (laughs) All right, oh, so I'm going to yeah. put you on hold. You listen, and we'll sort of talk through it. There's a lot of issues. Then he has, needs a lawyer, man. He needs a lawyer badly because who owns the property? Who actually has title? Both of them. Both of them. If he's, I mean, nobody, everybody yeah. and nobody is the everybody answer. And uh, now maybe he can get the guy to sign a quit claim, although he's not talking to him. He, he gets some legal help immediately. Illegal help. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, how expensive is it to refinance? You said if it's a pr- uh, percent lower. What what are they? You're going to negotiate with the title company if you go to the same title company. If you've had recent title work done through them, right. yes. Do mortgage companies do they negotiate? Generally not. However, and I'm going to throw this out. So I think that most of us will not be this fortunate to have this leverage. But if you're going to go and get a mortgage right now, the mortgage companies aren't super busy. Ask if there is a way that if you come back in a year and want to refinance, they might give you a little bit of a break on some of the costs. See if that will work. Let's say I'm 25, 26 years old. I've got uh, $30,000 in student loan debt, and I'm doing a good job trying to stay up. But I want to buy a house. What is that hickey of that student loan going to do to my credit report as far as the mortgage company is concerned? What, what, what do they say? What's your to debt to income ratio? Yeah. That, debt that's to income. what it's going to come down to. You know, th- this, this last three weeks, Denny, 4.5 more, 4.5 million more American households became eligible to buy a home at 30% of their income because rates fell. So it's all about ratios. How much do you make? How much do you want to buy? And as rates come down, those people are going to go up. 90,000 Hoosiers became eligible to buy a home in the last five weeks that couldn't buy one at Thanksgiving. So what you're saying of my disposable income, gross net, whatever you want to do, you're saying 30% is is debt service for... Depending on the kind of loan and, and what your your credit is and that kind of thing. But yeah, that's generally a really good harbinger of what to use. You know, uh, I'm a CFP, a certified financial uh, professional, a uh, planning professional. And one of the things we were shot for was 20%. That that was ideal uh, if you could do that. If, the, if you can't do it at 20%, then do you... You've got to make some choices, but now it's up to 30%. And some are a lot. I mean, as we talked about, there are certain physician's loans that are yes. 100%. So it, it just doesn't make it, – it's it's very personally dependent. Let's put it that way. You need to talk to a reputable lender and not online where they sell your credit score to 43 companies. Oh, that's bad. You don't want 43 yes. companies searching your credit. All right. So let's, tar- let's target the people who have been out of school. They have some student loan debt. But they would love to be able to buy a house. 
what do they need to be on guard for when they go to talk to the mortgage company? Because that is a huge buying population that wants to buy the smaller homes in Broad Ripple so that the uh, those people can move up to your to Lisa's $1.1 million house. Understand specifically what it's going to cost you in closing costs and what all of your payment, your totality in payment will be. How much down and how much a month. Know what check you're going to have to write to get in to the $100 if you can. And know what your costs are going to be to originate that mortgage. All right, Lisa, what advice to, uh, Greg, I'm going to ask you about sellers, but advice to buyers, what's your advice to buyers? Well, you need to talk to a lender, a reputable lender, as we'll use Greg's language. First. First, and then, and see what you need, what you have. And right now, there's still opportunities to use some of the seller's equity to help with down payment assistance, to help if there's any, you know, if we're buying down a rate, if that's an option. So this, again, is this perfect little window where the competition is not fully heated up and you're not competing with cash investors for the for our first-time home buyers. Um, also, we can look at multifamily because, again, that switch from having to have 20% down to 5% down. So, yes, maybe you you're look at... You're talking fast for me, but when you say sorry. seller help, yes. seller buys down... Okay, so... Let's say I sell my house five hundred thousand, and the buyer can't quite qualify. Does that mean I just discount the price, or does that mean I write them a check after closing? Well, that means at closing, maybe they're giving five to ten thousand dollars in closing cost help. Oh, I see. For the buyer, so you're sharing the cost. Yes, you're sharing some of the cost. You're buying the mortgage rate down. All right, last question, Gregory. Uh, Greg Cooper, Lisa Phillips from Compass Real Estate have joined us. What advice to sellers right now? Um, have your property ready. And that's not in your opinion. That's in a professional's opinion. You don't want a bunch of awards. It will cost you money. You know, we have a concierge program that we use that allows people to get their homes ready for sale. The more turnkey you are, the higher the dollar. And we're in a, and, you know, we've kind of indicated this. We're in a little window right now where there's still some opportunities for buyers in four weeks. If rates come down half a point again, it's going to be Katie bar the door. We're going why? to have bidding wars. Okay, why, why, why? That's a very uh, dramatic statement, but why will that be? There will just be well, more, more buyers coming in? So there are yes. going to be a tons of buyers who are sitting on the sidelines. And, and we'll see if we can do this real briefly. We have this great thing called the five Ds. Death, divorce, diamonds, diapers, and diplomas. Uh, well, the, there's actually six. Depends. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I think that's our default. Somewhere. Uh, yeah, your default. Our derelocation. Yeah, we derelocation. But, but de-relocation. Those, those people who fall into any of those categories since 2020, 2021, a lot of decisions have been put off, and we're going to see so much pent up demand. And, and I know it's, well, rates are still six, and they're five and a half. They were three. No, yeah, I get it. But some people have waited so long, they're like, just get me out of here. Yeah. Get me into the next place. I've seen my buddy make $230,000 on his house in four years, and what am I doing sitting here? You know, so we're going to see a huge number of people jump off the sidelines and get into the pool this spring. Good deal. Lisa, how do people find you? Um, 317-219-9277 during normal working hours, unlike Greg. The correct real estate um, website for you folks at Compass is what? CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. Greg, how do people find you? I I love to be texted in the middle of the night. Noon to 6 6 a.m., please, is what I prefer. (laughs) 317-441-7166. Greg Cooper, Lisa Phillips, thanks for being a friend of the show and coming in. Good luck. Thank you. uh, You're about to get on a wild bucking bronco. You know that. We'll sleep at Thanksgiving. (laughs) And you look good. You've been losing weight? You're looking Uh, good, Bob. Thank you. Yeah? Maybe it's... (laughs) 
<laughs> quibble. All right. Um, I tell you what, if, guys, thanks for coming in. Our privilege. I, I learned something. Now, I think I stayed on top of it, but yet when you guys come in, I, I get this parochial side of what's going on here in Changes Central Indiana. Changes so yes. fast. Changes and, so fast. And all the crap that we hear on national uh, media does not necessarily apply to Indianapolis. Don't listen to any no. of it. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Greg. Don't listen uh, to any of it. Because it is entirely different. They lump in the big, you know, the Arizonas, the Nevadas, uh, certainly the Floridas and Texas. And, and a lot of it's clickbait. It's as yeah. simple as that. That's the second time. Allison said I took the, the bait on clickbait this morning on something else. And it's pretty. Oh, they were saying that house plants are bad for you. Oh. And I'm going, and I clicked on this because of the Home and Garden Show, and I got into nonsense there. Well, thanks for joining us, okay? Thank you. Our privilege. All right, it's Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips from Compass Co- Collective Compass. One more time, guys. You Crossroads Collective. Crossroads Collective Compass. All right. Hey, joining us, I think I still screwed it up.